Hello world! Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by BigBadHangover.com. It's a hangover keter that actually really works. And you can absolutely trust me because I'm an alcoholic. Anyways, back to the story at hand. 1 Samuel 23 While David was fleeing for his life with a sword that was way too big for him, and with a priest named Abiathar in tow, he came across some Philistines attacking the town of Kayla and looting their grain. David asked God, Hey, should I go and attack those Philistines? And God said, Yes, definitely. Well, apparently the author skipped forward a little bit because suddenly David had an army of men behind him as opposed to just one priest like he had when the story began. And they went and killed a bunch of Philistines and took all their livestock. They were apparently able to do this because Abiathar was wearing his ephod which is a sleeveless shirt the priests wear when they want to show off their beefy arms. Saul got word that David had just saved the town of Kayla and said, Good, now I can go kill him. And he got his troops to go siege the town. Luckily, David had Abiathar put on his sexy sleeveless shirt, and then he asked God if the people of Kayla would really sell him out to Saul. And God said, Yes, definitely. So then he asked again for some reason, and God said, Without a doubt. I want to point out that God seems to change drastically from person to person. Like with Moses, he was handing down full commandments and ridiculous rules, and even more ridiculous punishment for those who break those rules. For David, he was like a magic eight ball. Anyways, thanks to David getting the heads up about Saul's army coming and getting a shrugged answer from God, he and his 600 troops he'd suddenly wrangled up went and hopped around the desert of Ziph for a while. Saul spent all of his time trying to track him down, but he was always a day behind. Well, Jonathan managed to find David, and they made yet another covenant together, because they were such good friends. Jonathan promised David that Saul wouldn't lay a hand on him, and that Saul knew, like everyone else, that David was going to be the next king of Israel. Some people who lived in the desert of Ziph, who called themselves the Ziphites, went and sold David out to Saul, and Saul was about to get his hands on him once and for all, but then... The Philistines noticed that Saul was busy leading his army around in a wild goose chase, and they decided to invade. So Saul, surprisingly enough, brought his army to go stop the invasion instead of pursuing David. And that's why they call this place the Rock of Parting. So next time you're in the desert of Ziph, which is not a place that Google recognizes, and you come across a rock, and someone tells you it's the Rock of Parting, now you know why it's called that. 1 Samuel 24. Well, after Saul chased the Philistine army out, he got back to trying to murder David. Now, David was hanging out in a cave in Ed Gedi. If that sounds familiar, that's where a bunch of the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. Maybe in that same cave, even. Was David the one who wrote these scrolls while he was hiding out? No. No, he wasn't. Saul and his fucking army with 3,000 men were searching up and down this area called the Crags of the Wild Goats, and finally Saul found a cave. When he got into the cave, he didn't bother to check his surroundings and just decided to take a shit right there in the cave while David and his men were watching him. David was somehow able to sneak up to this trained warrior as he pooped and pooped away, and instead of killing him, like his men wanted him to do, and by all means he should have done, David cut off part of Saul's robe and snuck away. All while Saul just pooped and pooped and pooped, so focused on that, he didn't notice a grown fucking man coming and cutting literally the clothes off his body. And then he left. He left the cave. And David chased after him and said, My lord, my king, I could have just killed you, but I didn't. So now you know. 
I'm not trying to kill you. Then he referred to himself as a dead dog and or a flea. Saul just burst out crying and commended David for being so nice to him after he'd spent so much time and resources trying to murder him. He made David swear that he wouldn't wipe his bloodline from the planet. And David was like, yeah, I won't do that. I could have just killed you and I didn't. I married to your daughter. I'm in love with your son. You have nothing to worry about. And Saul just walked away. 1 Samuel 25. Now Samuel, the guy who I thought was writing this whole thing, died. And then wrote about his own death? Wait. Okay, I googled it. Apparently Samuel died and then Nathan and Gad, not to be mistaken for God, finished it. Anyways, Samuel died and everyone mourned him. And then David and his troops were wandering around the desert of Paran, which is either in Sinai, Jordan, or it was just made up for the story, which is probably not true anyways. In the desert of Paran, there was a guy named Nabal, who had a wife named Abigail, as well as exactly 1,000 goats and 3,000 sheep. Abigail was beautiful and intelligent, and Nabal was surly and mean, because he was a Calebite. I want to point out that the last sentence is pretty much verbatim. I don't know any Calebites, but thanks to the person who wrote all this thousands of years ago, I now have a prejudiced opinion about them. Anywho, David sent a couple of guys down to talk to Nabal and ask if they could be of any help or have any resources Nabal had lying around. Apparently it was sheep shearing time, which was a big deal in that culture, so David was banking on some sheep shearing time hospitality. But Nabal was like, David, who the fuck is that? Son of Jesse? Who the hell is Jesse? Fuck that guy. Why should he get any of my meat and whatever? Why should I share my shit with him that I worked so hard, or most likely my slaves worked so hard, for? When this message came back to David, he ordered 400 of his men to strap on their swords, and he was about to go and just take over this farm by force. In the meantime, one of Nabal's slaves went and told Abigail what happened. She did know who David was, and I'm kind of surprised her husband didn't. She knew, partially because the slave told her, that David was about to go fuck their entire shit up, and having 400 soldiers raid your farm is never good. So she gathered a bunch of wine and grains and figs and sheep and snuck out with her slaves to give these to David and his men. When Abigail arrived, David had just riled them all up with a war speech about how good he was to Nabal but not stealing anything before, and now he's going to murder every single person in the farm except maybe one guy for some reason. Well, just as everyone was all riled up to go and fuck some shit up, Abigail showed up and fell on her knees begging David, Please, don't listen to my stupid fucking husband. He's just like his name. Nabal means fool, apparently. Also, he's a Calebite. And everyone was like, oh, those Calebites. And David was like, who the hell names her child fool? And one of the guy's an asshole. When Abigail got home, Nabal was throwing a huge party, and he was all fucked up. So she waited till he was sober and told him the whole story. This somehow caused him to have a fucking heart attack, and he died. When David found out, he said, hey, good news. Now I don't need to kill him. Thanks, God. And God presumably replied, You may rely on it. And then David decided the best course of action was to marry Abigail, and then another lady named Ahenrom. So the count would be three wives at this point. But apparently Saul had given his daughter Michal to another guy named Paltiel. So now David was down to two wives. 1 Samuel 26. Well, then David went back to the desert of Ziph because he didn't learn anything last time he'd gone there. Saul once again got word that David was there and once again decided to go kill him. Saul and his men made camp, and David, the guy who had once upon a time wandered through the Philistine country, carving up 200 decks in one night, snuck right into Saul's camp, found where he was sleeping, 
picked up his spear, stared at Saul's head lying there on the ground completely unconscious, and grabbed his water jug and snuck out of camp. When he got out of camp, he taunted Abner, Saul's general, for not keeping a better eye out for potential threats to the king. Saul woke up when he heard David's voice and shouted out, David, is that you? David said, yep, I could have killed you, but instead I just took your spear. And then David gave the spear back. Saul complimented David on his sneaking skills, decided not to kill David, and went back home. If that sounds like an anticlimactic way to end today, don't worry. It goes on and on from here. But for now, I must sign out. Check back soon for more David and Saul, and make sure you check out BigBadHangover.com in the meantime. Thank you for listening.